watch this. Hello and welcome back to the Cookie Jar Golf Podcast. I'm not your host, Tom Mills, for today. I'm your host, Sam Williams. Tom is currently quarantining himself. Um, guys, a uh, really interesting episode for you today. Before we jump into it, don't forget you can get in touch with us and thank you for those that have on at Cookie Jar Golf and you can get a hold of us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And uh, don't forget to subscribe on podcasts. We're going to be dropping content every week with or without the virus. So I'm joined today in the Biscuit Mill, by Mr. Bruce Fitzpatrick. Hello. And Callum Wing. Hello. Hi, Cal. Good to be here. Yeah. In um, difficult circumstances. Well, it's just a weird one, isn't it, this pod today? Like, I kind of feel like the world doesn't need another 30-minute dissection on coronavirus, but mm. there is very little else actually out there that's seemingly important to talk about right now. All live sport cancelled. I mean, where do you look? There's only so many TV series you can watch on Netflix. Do you know what I've realised? Uh, I've realised how little substance there is to my life without <laughs> live sport. <Yeah. laughs> I, I used to find it, um, well, yeah, there's just nothing to watch. There's only certain, so many series you can say you can watch. But to be fair, Sky Sports Golf have been um, thrashing some interesting ones out. I think we had the Players' Championship from 87 this morning. <laughs> Which was, um, I was mean, it, it, what was it like? It looked like you were watching it either through tinfoil or <laughs> through, um, it was like C fax with commentary, tracing paper <laughs> so, or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who won? Uh, I, I didn't I watch it to the end, but um, Greg Norman looked like he was doing pretty well. See, yeah. when you go that far back, you can still drive enjoyment from it because you don't really, well, I certainly don't know who's going to win the 1987 players, but when the 2019 players comes on, as it, as it has done recently, it's, pointless. it's just like, it's a bit of a bit of a dampener, isn't it, knowing that McElroy is going <laughs> to roast to drive up 18 and, and win by one over Jim Furyk. Yeah, it'd be nice to watch some sort of pre-97 sort of tour mm. events, wouldn't it, where it's kind of like a bit of bit of nostalgic value, I think. There, Shell's right? wonderful world of golf, etc. Loads of that. They've got that on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we're in our uncharted territory, I think it's fair to say. I mean, only a week ago we were talking about the Bay Hill Classic. We were really looking forward to the players. Here we are. And I don't know about you guys, but I just couldn't believe the speed with which everything unfolded this oh. week. Yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? I mean, was it halfway through the first round on Thursday, they said they weren't going to allow spectators in for the final three days. And then obviously we're, we being you know, UK podcasters, when we woke up on the Friday morning, it had just been completely cancelled. If you were Hideki Matsuyama and you shot 63, you'd be absolutely livid, wouldn't you? Gutted. Absolutely Even our gutted. man, um, Vazudenhut, with a, I think, was he seven? He was seven under, yeah, only two back. I felt really bad for both seven of them, back. to be yeah. honest with you. I think that was a shame for them. But, I mean... You know. Right call, isn't it? Definitely the right call, I think. Just looking at what's going on all around the world. Yeah. Uh, every other major sporting event's pretty much been cancelled. You can't um, be the outlier, can you? I mean, no. golf's got enough things kind of going against it, I think, half the time. So mm. to be the outlier that staunchly stood there and say, yeah. no, we're still going to play it behind closed doors, I think, you know, it's clearly the right thing. Mm, definitely. But and and yeah. I think we should probably use this moment as a little shout-out to that fan who on day one managed <laughs> to, uh, you know... Bring a little bit of laughter to, to an otherwise pretty bleak situation by going up to Patrick Reed and asking him to sign his shovel. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see it, Cal? So I didn't see it, but I picked up on it on um, on Twitter. <laughs> I can't remember who um, 
one of the guys said it might have been Nick Doherty or someone like that was um I think had just suddenly clocked it. Actually, no, it wasn't Nick Doherty. It was um old senior tour legend Barry Lane that clocked Ooh. it. And and he actually <laughs> brought the fact that some guy got a shovel into the tournament in the first place was incredible. And then sort of two minutes later, you actually realised, okay, it was like a virtual shovel, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. even funnier. <laughs> they drove him <laughs> off, didn't they? He was kicked out of the tournament, yeah, I think. Which, um, which, yeah, he loved and I think everyone else did. And that know. could be the last bit of levity we're going to see on the PGA Tour for a little while. Um, I, I kind of saw what happened with the players and then accepted kind of the post, well, the, the cancellation up to the Masters. And then it was like, wow, this shit's serious now. The Masters are gone. That was postponed. Postponed, sorry. Postponed, correct. Yeah. So, um, I mean, maybe we should use this as an opportunity as well to just kind of flag a couple of things to our listeners. Next week, we've got a really exciting guest interview lined up with Sam Clapham, who's an England golf uh, club support officer. So that's all pre-recorded and loaded up. So we're looking forward to giving you guys that. I think that'll be really interesting and insightful. Yeah, we'll um, release that Sunday. Sunday, Sunday night. That'll be Sunday Same night. as usual. Um, and then we also had, we talked about the Masters player who's going to be joining us. Bruce, do you maybe want to just talk a little bit about Lucas? And Yeah, sure. So a few weeks ago, we recorded a podcast with my good friend, Lucas Michelle, who is the reigning US mid-amateur champion and was due to be playing in the Masters in a few weeks' time. But sadly, that's all been um, postponed. So he's uh, just been chatting to him recently. And he, yeah, he's obviously um, in a tricky situation being out there and having those events change on him so quickly but we've got still got a great podcast um probably went for a good hour and a half there didn't we guys? yeah two episodes yeah. so it's a two-parter it's an absolute belter and it, it's mm. actually not too heavy on my on, my, on uh, augusta talk but, yeah so um, we've still got that to release which is in the chamber and ready to go it's good we're all, we're all locked and loaded um but but coming back to it, it's really sad i guess for lucas but not just just lucas everyone all the patrons everyone mm. who loves the masters i think um it's without question the flagship event in golf yeah um, and this is where we're at. I mean, do we, are we going to get it in later this year? I think so, yeah. I mean... Because, I mean, what I we were um, just talking earlier about, it, and I didn't actually realise that um, Augusta closes. Was it May to, through to October? Yeah, that's right. So because of the temperature you get down there in that, that time of year, basically they burn the course off every year. So they just water the green complexes. They keep them kind of well looked after and manicured. Mm. But then the course just burns off right through. And the players, I think, I think members can go back until about October. So... Anyone who's looking forward to joining Augusta should should carry a caveat that it's only available six months <laughs> of the year. Um, you'd be a little bit gutted, wouldn't you? But uh, joking aside, clearly they're going to have to think about when that gets scheduled for, if they can get that in in 2019, or 2020 rather. Seemed all the money was going on um, for an autumn, for a fall, as they call it out there. For, so that's probably mm, November gonna be, time, perhaps. Gonna be, yeah, like that, October, November. October, November. That'd be something to look forward to, I suppose, if nothing yeah. else. It's probably a bit more realistic isn't it than than a may mm. i mean it, it would just be too soon to try and get everything in place for a may uh fixture <laughs> but yeah i reckon maybe late september but more more likely than that october november time is when they're gonna look to reschedule it for i think so and i, I mean i don't know i i mean you you mentioned we were, we were talking in the week weren't you and I, I guess kind of places like the masters you know these are huge events they don't want to play these things behind closed doors right no. you know it wouldn't be the same, I don't think. No, definitely not. I mean, you look at what a wonderful moment it was for not just golf fans, but sports fans all over the world watching Tiger make his comeback and win his 15th major last year. And the idea that, you know, someone could be going on to 
to kind of follow him and hit a brilliant eight iron into the 16th green have it trickle back towards the hole nearly go in and no one's applauding or no Can one's imagine, yeah. no one's making any noise you, you just look it may be terrible viewing really wouldn't it on tv be kind of like the woods mickelson match at shadow creek mm. last year or whatever <laughs> yeah. which was yeah. i yeah. mean that wasn't easy on the eye was it i'm mm. sure um i'm sure sky will um just do a pure replay minute by minute of last year's coverage so we can still have our sleepover on sunday night yeah that'd be nice actually. just relive tiger's victory Oh, lovely. Something like Pro- that. Provided we're not or, or pick one from the 80s or mm. maybe a Sandy Lyle, something like that. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, it does raise a question of, of how far in advance these kind of um, championship committees throughout the golfing world are going to make these calls to cancel events because obviously the Masters is best part of, what is it? Three weeks. Is it three, four three weeks, weeks away? Yeah. Um, you know, the, realistically, the PGA is not that far after, is it? It's now in May. They're pretty much every four weeks after, yeah. aren't they now? Is it optimistic to assume all the other majors are going to go ahead as well? I don't know. We just don't know how long this virus is going to go on for. Some people are saying it's going to be lasting well into the summer months. Well, it's, I, I think it was oh, when was that? yesterday morning. Um, I think the RNA released a small statement just mm. saying that they're, they're, as it stands, they're sort of working hard to make sure um, certainly the Open goes ahead. Mm. Um but who knows? Yeah. But I think that lo- I think they will only cancel that if the government tells them that it's not happening. I, I think so, and that's where in the UK all the professional sporting events that have been cancelled have been done so purely on the basis of the regula- the the sport regulator or the the body behind it. It's not actually been the government that's forced them to stop. So I think today we've had uh, rugby league matches still played up and down the country. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I mean, you, you were saying amateur events—they're starting to fall by the wayside as well. All the kind yeah. of big sort of mid-ams and you know country amateur events that'll be scheduled, no doubt. Yeah, in the states at least, from from what I gathered, uh, yeah, a few a few of those events that are being played around about this time and, and into April have been cancelled. Um, I guess part of it that's over overhanging this whole situation that no one's really talking about explicitly is just the insurance claims that would be filed, and I guess insurers saying that they're not going to be they're not prepared to cover cover uh, these events if they do end up, you know, they do sort of escalating and, and they, they kind of... Uh, I mean, the magnitude is going to be incredible, isn't it? Yeah. When you look at the sponsorship, the endorsement behind mm. each of these big opens, every weekend oh, on the, the PGA. Local economies. Um, yeah, local economies, huge. all the bookings, company, you know, small yeah. businesses that depend on that. You know, if you Media, look at... Media, journalism, free, freelance journalists, a lot. Are we free, we're freelance journalists, aren't we, I, I suppose? We well, I suppose independent journalists, <laughs> really, so... <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, we'll weather, this, weather the storm as best we can. Um, we haven't got enough chat to, to keep this pod going for the next four months without any professional golf being played, have we? Well, then with any, <laughs> without any sport being played, it's going gonna, it's gonna to beg the question. Maybe we're going to have to start doing some community-based events. But I think it, <laughs> yeah. does, it does lead on a little bit to something I wanted to talk about, which is actually club golf, which, um, you know, I guess... I came through the week and thought when the Masters... Well, when the... When the players was cancelled the following day and when me, when everything was kicking up and, you know, in the UK, it is pure hysteria right now. Mm. So I think there is some truth in, you know, the severity of the virus and people's health and the concerns we've got there. What what won't fix it is people going out to supermarkets and buying as much dried pasta and toilet rolls as they can. That's not going to weather the storm. And kind of the hysteria and the bubble around it. Actually going to my local golf club, I don't know about you guys, that just almost felt like a little slice of normality that mm. I really need back in my life. Oh, it was. That was um, that was quite refreshing earlier. Yeah, we did a little um, 
sort of eight, nine holes. And little nice. little nine-hole jousty match play. Yeah. Just Takes your mind off things, exactly. doesn't it? And it was a good game as well. I mean, it was, it was birdies to win holes. I mean, it wasn't, mm. uh, it wasn't budget golf. Um, but, I, you know, I think, you know, if golf courses aren't safe, then... Where is? Where is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? There's been a couple of good pieces out there um, written about playing golf through this. And, you know, as you said, Sam, it's pure hysteria in the UK at the moment. And it looks like there's even more measures to come in uh, over the next few weeks and, and we might be battening down the hatches even more. But I think if people are deprived of their ability to go up to their local golf club and actually play a few holes, your sanity is going to suffer very, very quickly, isn't it? And it's hard to think of anywhere that really is as safe as a golf club to go and just get some fresh air and go and play a few holes, isn't it? I mean, you've, you've got some sort of social distance as that the buzzword at the moment. You don't touch other things. Yeah. You only touch yeah. your own equipment. You are yeah. almost always several metres, in my case, several hundred metres away from your, your playing partners. Um, mm. That's that horizontal distance, not really <laughs> sort of bragging about distance of play. Um, and, yeah, like a little gentle knock of the elbow and you have come out of there scot-free on, on germ contam contamination. So one of our listeners actually got in touch with us. So... Um, friend of ours, Mark, out in Spain, was teaching some um, couple of guys at his local club. So he's like a sort of, um, club professional out in Spain. The assistant's driven out on the buggy to them. This is very recently and said, right, you need to come off the course immediately. The Spanish government has, has advised that all golf courses are to be closed indefinitely with immediate wow. effect. They've done that in Spain, I guess Italy as well, Belgium, obviously. Belgium is fully closed. We've also heard from one of our listeners in Austria who said oh. Belgium at Spanish courses are all yeah. fully closed. And from Tuesday, all Austrian golf clubs completely shut as well. Shout, out, right. shout out to Flo. And, and it's not even just the clubhouse. That is the course as well. Because you can see how some places might say, you know what, go and play on the course as long as you want. But just with staffing issues and just general hygiene, we're going to shut the facility so sadly you can't get a drink or you can't get a sandwich that would be all right wouldn't it because you could still go out with your mates but and just the green keepers would be all right though the what maintenance staff green keepers that'd be all right getting yeah. out there in the mornings yeah yeah well as i say that that when you're out on the course there's not that much no. you're not that you know there's not that much proximity really going on yeah, is exactly. there but um just to sort of yeah i mean fair enough not letting people get out there or clubhouse or whatever but mm. got to keep them maintained yeah, well, we were coming up with a few silly, I guess, they're not really that silly, but a few recommendations for, you know, uh, still enjoying your golf in the midst of, a, of the corona, COVID-19 epidemic. So a couple of, couple of quick tips that we came up with were leave the, leave the flag stick in. Um, like it. Virus can linger on, apparently, according to expert medical advice, the virus can linger on surfaces indoors for two to three days, while that's probably a lot less when outdoors. Um so leave not the stick in, even if it's leaning at you and knocking out thirty yeah. foot putts. <laughs> well, yeah, unfortunately, you got to just you got to prioritise your health over over your score at the moment. Leave the flag stick in. Um, at the moment, I'm focusing particularly hard on just trying to hit my driver out the middle so that I, you know, maintain my usual twenty yards distance between me and Sam off the tee. Oh, okay, got you. I was wondering <laughs> how any, this connects any, to your health. Any, anything, <laughs> anything inside six feet, you should be giving so that you maintain social distance. And then elbow. Again, that's similar to usual game of golf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Head, head down, not talking. Um, restrict reactions when you miss. So if there's any, you know, 
any shots that you're not that happy with, um, <laughs> restrict any kind of flustered rubbing of the chin or forehead in disappointment and just try and, you know, uh, weather your emotions as best you can. And then the final one was just, instead of that handshake, just go go for an elbow bump on the 18th green. And I, think so they're all good. I think they're all good. <laughs> nice I, I, with or without Corona, those. I me. think we're missing one. Okay. I, think, I think everyone needs to go Tommy Two Gloves as well. Oh, <laughs> oh no. You lost me. <laughs> you lost me on that one. Foot joy, all weather. Both of them. All surface. You like those, don't you? Black, Tommy Two Gloves. So safe, and then you could you could confidently take those off and then have a hamburger afterwards. Yeah. And uh, try and solicit some... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, probably only he's going to that. Do <laughs> oh, very good. But, you know, we did actually go out to some of our listeners and ask... Um, What's been going on at your golf club? Because when you do the when these things happen, and these sort of things don't happen very often, right? You end up typically with a fairly consistent approach across the board. Mm. What's obvious to me is that is not the case. So Be- because it's not government led, as you were saying earlier, absolutely. it's it's kind of voluntary. Yeah, and, and sure. it's all largely driven by hysteria. So people making kind of really odd and sort of knee jerky reactions. So mm. our club at the moment has kind of put some hand sanitizer around. Um, Fairly modest amount, but uh, some hand sanitizer around. And Pretty reasonable. Know, yeah, yeah, sensible step. Now, we have heard from a couple of, uh, well, quite a few, but uh, we won't have time to go through them all. Um, one of our friends down in Berkshire, his local club, any members returning from anywhere abroad are to stay away from the club for a period of two weeks, and no members are allowed to bring guests, and the club is not, in, not, not accepting green food income from visitors. Disgusting. Yeah. A part of me feels that's. I've uh, initially I want to say that's rash, but at the same time, I mean we've had conversations where we don't think the UK is being as serious as other countries at the moment. But you can say I mean that's one way of dealing with mm. it. I, I guess it, the the key question is. I think it feels a jumping on it a little bit too early there. Mm. I, I guess the key question is what's the worst that can happen if we have actually like overestimated or we've we've you know it's been a bit of a hysterical reaction and it's nowhere that this virus isn't any anywhere near as bad as first thought what have we really lost a few people haven't you know played golf uh with with their friends who are non-members back in march but the potential for you know the, the disease spreading if we have underestimated it and maybe we haven't responded as sort of effectively as as we could have, uh, th- th- those negative consequences are potentially far worse. I don't, know, I don't know. I mean, you can make a good reasonable argument one way or the other, can't you? It, yeah. There's so little information out there on how bad this disease actually is. Yeah. I mean, uh, if that's been a club decision, and um, and I guess if the books can afford it and all the rest of it, then um, why not? Then fair take membership. Yeah, absolutely. We've yeah. also had another one from uh, England Golf Project, a friend of ours, uh, who's messaged us. So his local course requested all members to bring their own towels for showers. Now, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming washing towels cleans them. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what that achieves, to be honest with you. That's and I don't share mm, towels. Yeah. At the golf Is that club. just people sort of, maybe it's people just as they go to pick, pick them up as they've been snacked up. I don't know. Just well, other you could take, yeah, you could take that to the nth degree though, couldn't you? So like anyone who puts their hand on the bar yeah. or... You know, I anyone mean, who yeah, puts their hand on the it's any on the, surface on the door handle that gets you into yeah. the locker room, it's kind of any surface, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Um, so we've had that, and then we've had another one from uh, a friend, Golf Maven. Uh, opening, but with extra cleaning and possible limits on cart use or pro shop cart use. I mean, they're out in cycle for six hours. They're going to get I don't know. 
bit of antibacterial. Well, again, yeah, handles. antibacterial wipes, steering wheel, all the rest of it. <laughs> Surely that's job done, job covered. So yeah, well, we really mm. hope that courses stay open. I, I really hope they do. I think it would be a real sad state of affairs in the UK if we'd, we started to get into a position of closing those and, and they were off limits to everyone. So. We will see. We shall see. Um, so uh, I guess without kind of putting too somber somber point on it, you know, what will be really interesting is kind of when we release next week's pod, we won't be talking live to you. We'll be, it'll be pre-recorded and that's for no other reason than the fact that was already planned. Uh, and we'll be coming back to you with live content on the 29th of March. Yeah. I guess at that point, it'll be real crunch time. Um, so, mm. you know, we'll either look back mm. on this pod's discussion, I think, as, you know, what they were spot on, you know, some of that stuff that was quite, uh, we're actually like, they were way off the mark and we are now in 28 days later. Yeah. Zone. Much ado and about nothing. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I sincerely yeah. hope it's the, uh, sincerely hope it's the former. But. Yeah. What I would like to say, and I'm sure you guys will agree with me, guys, our firm opinion is golf courses, good places to self-isolate. Get out there. Go low. Stick to our quick tips and look after yourselves. Absolutely. Enjoy. Take Thank care. you. Adios. Watch this.